Welcome to the Daily Archive radio station, brought to you by Hung Tru from the University of Toronto and Ruo Tian Luo from TTI Chicago. You are listening to the Robotics category of April 7, 2020. Do you know that you are more likely to be infected by flesh-eating bacteria than you are to be struck by lightning? Today, we have selected three papers out of five submissions. Now let's hear paper number one. This paper was selected because it is authored by Costas Alexis, University of Nevada, Reno. Paper title Towards a Science of Resilient Robotic Autonomy Authored by Costas Alexis Paper Abstract This discussion paper aims to support the argument process for the need to develop a comprehensive science of resilient robotic autonomy. Resilience and its key characteristics relating to robustness, redundancy, and resourcefulness are discussed, followed by a selected, but not exhaustive, list of research themes and domains that are crucial to facilitate resilient autonomy. Last but not least, an outline of possible directions of a new and enhanced design paradigm in robotics is presented. This manuscript is intentionally short and abstract. It serves to open the discussion and raise questions. The answers will necessarily be found in the actual process of conducting research by the community and in the framework of introducing robotics in an ever-increasing set of real-life use cases. Its current form is based on thoughts identified within the ongoing experience of conducting research for robotic systems to gain autonomy in certain types of extreme environments such as subterranean settings, nuclear facilities, agriculture areas, and long-term off-road deployments. The very context of this document will be subject to change and it will be iteratively revisited. This sounds pretty awesome. Now let's hear paper number two. This paper was selected because it is authored by Stephen A. Moscaro, Associate Professor of Mechanical Engineering, University of Utah. Paper title. Comparison of Constrained and Unconstrained Human Grasp Forces Using Fingernail Imaging and Visual Servoing Authored by Naveed Falahinya and Stephen A. Moscaro Paper Abstract Fingernail imaging has been proven to be effective in prior works, 1, 2, for estimating the 3D fingertip forces with a maximum RMS estimation error of 7%. In the current research, fingernail imaging is used to perform unconstrained grasp force measurement on multiple fingers to study human grasping. Moreover, two robotic arms with mounted cameras and a visual tracking system have been devised to keep the human fingers in the camera frame during the experiments. Experimental tests have been conducted for six human subjects under both constrained and unconstrained grasping conditions, and the results indicate a significant difference in force collaboration among the fingers between the two grasping conditions. Another interesting result according to the experiments is that in comparison to constrained grasping, unconstrained grasp forces are more evenly distributed over the fingers and there is less force variation, more steadiness, in each finger force. 
These results validate the importance of measuring grasp forces in an unconstrained manner in order to study how humans naturally grasp objects. What an interesting paper! Now let's hear paper number 3. This paper was selected because it is authored by Sergei Sabin, Annapolis University. Paper title Learning Stabilizing Control Policies for a Tensegrity Hopper with Augmented Random Search Authored by Vladislav Korenkov, Hani Hamed, and Sergei Savin Paper Abstract In this paper, we consider Tensegrity Hopper, a novel Tensegrity-based robot, capable of moving by hopping. The paper focuses on the design of the stabilizing control policies, which are obtained with augmented random search method. In particular, we search for control policies which allow the hopper to maintain vertical stability after performing a single jump. It is demonstrated, that the hopper can maintain a vertical configuration, subject to the different initial conditions and with changing control frequency rates. In particular, Lowering control frequency from 1000 Hz in training to 500 Hz in execution did not affect the success rate of the balancing task. Isn't that cool?